Stephen King, John Carpenter, two great masters of terror, have teamed up to take you for a ride. I knew a guy had a car like that once. He killed himself in it. Christine, based on the best-selling novel by Stephen King, rated R. Now playing at a theater near you. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter Pantless. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius. And we are your friends. With benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Chris now has his balls free. He can get in on this. and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs. I'm going to get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. Yes, it's that time again. Here we are broadcasting live. From the FWB Podcast Worldwide Headquarters, as you heard on the intro, I am Chris. To my left, your right, there he is. It's me. It's a you. Also Chris. Also Chris. How are you, baby? Man, I am fantastic. That's good. It's a big day in the show history, the brand history. Big day all the way around, and uh, did you finally get that uh, growth cut off the tip? Man, if you had only known that, um, God, I don't even want to admit this. I don't even want to admit my search history. Um, uh, <laughs> I kind of don't even want to admit it, but I feel like I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. So oh, on, yeah. on my back, this is already going in a bad spot. I, oh, I'm ready. On my back, I have had for a while. I've had, and I've been looking for a way to get rid of it. I had, I literally in a in a search yesterday, looking at local stores for pickup options for a uh, skin tag remover of some kind. 
because I have finally gotten to the point where I've got a skin tag on my back that I'm ready to get rid of. Is it a big one or just like a small one? No, I mean it's small. It's it's small. It's like smaller than my like pinky thumbnail. Like it's pretty small. Oh yeah, like I have a really really small one on the side of my neck. Oh yeah, that's not good when you get them there. And I just yanked it off one day. Oh no! Thinking no. it's not going to bleed too much. Oh. Oh God. And I'm like, I don't know if you're like me, but I I have that issue where it takes a long time for me to stop bleeding. Uh, I normally don't, but that bled like a mother. Like, I remember like literally sitting because I did it like I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this and go to bed. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I I can't I can't get rid of this thing on its own. I I kind of like they they have a thing where you can go, uh, you can buy it at the uh, as they call it around here at the Walmarts, where you can it's literally like a free like you can freeze it off at home, which is pretty wild. Oh. So I'm about ready to do it, which is going to be interesting because it's behind my back, so I don't know how that's going to work. I think to... you're going to need some assistance for that one. No, nah, I'm just doing it myself. I'm going to get one of the one of the cats to help me. I don't know. It's International right. Cat Day. Have them help me. Um, so you know, we'll we'll figure that out. But yeah, so I don't know. Um, also, I'm a little nervous because tomorrow I've got a um, a an eye doctor's appointment, and because I, I have not been to the eye doctor since. 2020 when i got my glasses for the very first time in 2020 now there's nothing wrong with them my glasses are fine they still work great like i don't need a stronger prescription i don't need anything like that like these are these are perfect they're great but i've got it in my head now that i'm like you know what i want to try contacts i know so no, and like, here's my thing about contacts because I have contacts. I love contacts. I wear contacts. My big issue is me and so many, like, my job and so many of my other hobbies include a lot of screen time. Yeah. And I don't like that. So my eyes get dried out. And, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. And I feel like that, uh, you know, negates wearing them a lot. But like uh, Friday night, I've got plans. Um, I'll probably wear my contacts then. Like that'll be kind of, you know, uh, that'll be a contact evening. And, uh, you know, if I go to concerts, it's contacts. It's, you know, well, all that sort of thing about comfort and also, you know, glasses are kind of a pain in the ass at that point too. Yeah, like I don't know. So I'm I'm I've just like I don't know when they when I first got my glasses they were like, "Yeah, do you want to get contacts?" and I was like, "No, no, no. I don't want to shove stuff in my eye. Like I'm I'm nervous about that. I don't like that." And now the more I think about it, I'm like, I kind of want to at least like, you know, get a get a small pack to try, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Like I don't even need like, you know, a 90 day supply or a 30 day supply or whatever. Give me like a week's worth just to see if I like them. And if I do like them, then I'll go and order more. I can take my prescription and like go online or go back to them and, and buy some more um, and get, get, you know, a, a bigger pack. But I'm like, I kind of, I'm just interested to try it and, and see, you know, if I want to do that. So, uh, literally I didn't want to tell him cause I had to call and set up an appointment. Cause you know, when I originally went, I could, you could sign up for appointments online mm-hmm. and now it's like, you have to call them. And so I called and I was just like, don't, don't judge me, but it's been a while since I've been in. Uh, and she's like, oh, I see you were last with us in 2020. And I was like, yep, just write it down. Like, I don't need the commentary. Just, just, you know. Let's let's just, we both are, are understanding that I'm overdue, but it's fine. And uh, I didn't want to tell him, like, literally, if I didn't have this interest to get contacts, I wouldn't even be making this call. So, like, let's not get all high and mighty. Like, I feel like I need to go back. So, uh, like, if I had it my way and I was just like, I'm just going to be fine with glasses forever, then, like, I would just, you know, not worry about it. Uh, so what I'm, what I'm going to do is, uh, when I get them in, cause I know they have to like, they won't have them like at the store. They're going to have to get them, like order them with my prescription and have them sent in. And then I'll have to go pick them up and all that stuff. So what I'm gonna do is I'm not telling anybody that I'm going. And then I'm going to just like send out a Snapchat where I'm just like, I've just decided that I'm not going to wear glasses anymore. <laughs> and just like, I've had people be like, wait, what? No, like you have to and be like, nope, I've just decided I'm not gonna. And and just and be like, no, I'm just kidding. I got contacts. I, I'm I'm gonna trick people and tell them. No, nah, I just I don't want to. So, uh, but yeah. So I've 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 just decided. And part of it was like I still have a bunch of HSA money that I can use. So I was like, let's go get the exam and let's go, you know, do all that stuff and get some contacts and have have them pay for it. Like, let's not even pay anything out of pocket. Absolutely. So let's just do that. And because uh, I looked it up and, you know, because the HSA money paid for my glasses and everything. Like I didn't pay anything out of pocket for that. So that was nice. I, I got two pairs of glasses and all that stuff. And I, it didn't cost me a dime out of my pocket. So I'm like, I'm just going to do the same thing with contacts. And then, you know, that'll be fine. So I've got, you know, still got enough money in there to cover some contacts and go back and get that. I know they give you like the 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 blower and all that stuff. I have to go through the the whole stupid exam again, even though I really don't want to. But it's fine. I don't care. It's fine. Um, I have to do the stupid machine. I hate that machine because I'm always I'm like I'm so bad at that machine. Oh yeah. Um, like I'm so bad at it. And but like right now, like I've got my glasses on and like they're fine. Everything's fine. Like I don't feel like my my stuff has changed. Um, so I don't think it's going to be anything like that. Um, I just want some contacts. So I'll be doing that tomorrow. Um, so that'll be fun, but are they going to, they're going to dilate you. I don't know. I don't like they didn't the first time. Yeah. I haven't actually so, had my eyes dilated in a while. Like, I don't remember having it be an issue where like I couldn't drive home or anything after last time. And I didn't even have the glasses last time. So, I was dangerous at that point. 
because uh, I needed them. Like, I needed glasses bad, and I was just unwilling to admit it. And, um, you know, it took... Um, here's what... Uh, did, did I ever tell you the circumstances about how I got glasses the first time? I think so, but feel free to remind me. So, uh, where I worked at the time, somebody got COVID. And so they oh. shut the office down. And they said, you know... For X number of days, like, we're not coming back. I went and I got two tests. They both came back negative. So while we were waiting for the office to come back open, I just called and scheduled an eye doctor's appointment and went and go got my glasses. Oh. So, uh, like, I came back from our quarantine. Like, they made everybody take two weeks off uh, for the the quarantine. It was, was, you know, two full weeks. And they said um, that when we were ready to come back, you had to have two negative tests so like right after they closed everything i took a test and then a few days later i took another test and both of them were negative so i was sitting there one day and i was like i'm just gonna go get glasses so i signed up for an appointment like the next day and just went got them and then um like the glasses came in like the day before we we all came back to the office so like i showed back up and i just had glasses and people were like did you get glasses? And I was like, I've always had these. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I just pretended that I always had them. I was like, you guys just not have seen me wear them, but I, I've always had them. And I got a few people with it, but um, a lot of people didn't believe me, which is fine. I should see. I should have gotten contacts at that time because then I could have put them in and then no one would have ever known. But um, so then what I'll do is like, you know, um, if I have stuff. So then I was like, um, I'm going to need sunglasses again because I have like the glasses that I've got are the transition lenses. So I don't never need sunglasses. And I thought I was so smart because I was like, never need to buy another pair of sunglasses again. But now I'm like, damn it. If I have contacts, I'm going to need sunglasses. So. (sighs) Yeah, that's true. So you'll have to get them. Put a quarter in my ass, buddy, because I played myself. So. It's what happens. So, um, so yeah, that was that was the thing. Um, but uh, the big news, the good news, good news, everyone. As I texted you this morning, <laughs> and it was funny because I I texted, I I did the group text and I said it, and I literally I started out and I said good news, everyone, and then I wrote all the the good news, and then like in my mind when I did it, when I typed that out that was the voice I used. And then later on, oh, yeah. you were like, is, is that what you were doing? And I was like, yup. So it ended up being real funny that, yeah. Oh yeah. Was- One does not say good news, everyone no. without channeling professor Farnsworth. Um, but yeah, I had uh, news about our YouTube channel, which was fantastic. So uh, our YouTube channel is, is doing great. Uh, we had a new episode of who wrote that shopping list uh, that comes out every Monday. Uh, there's a new episode of Who Wrote That Shopping List. We've got a couple more shows that we are um, working on and, um, you know, that are in pre-production. We're eventually going to have several different shows that will be on there um, that we will have offered for you. Um, but the big news about that is our YouTube channel now offers different levels of membership where you can subscribe and get um you know special badges and you can get access to uh episodes early uh so we can you know you'll get episodes at least 24 hours in advance 
um, on certain levels of the subscription. So, um, you know, the, the more subscriptions that we have, the more that we can put into, you know, getting more content and all that stuff. So you can go to our YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash then the little at symbol TN2M shows. And you can subscribe that way, or you can just search for TN2M shows and you can put in like shopping list because that will definitely bring it up. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, at the time of this recording, Dick Cheney's alive and we have 2,026 total subscribers. Uh, so if um uh you know that that's how you know you got the right one is uh we've got uh 2026 subscribers so um you know subscribe like a couple videos watch some stuff uh coming up on thursday as a matter of fact on thursday we will be posting on the youtube channel if you missed it the very first time that it played, we will be playing it again. It will be the video from when we did a show, and it was uh, the Vet CityCon 2018 show where we interviewed uh, Steve Dash and uh, the two Bra uh, oh, yeah, Brady yeah, Bunch yeah. kids and um, the the michael myers that nobody likes um <laughs> and it's the it's the we have been whenever we reference um fuck you i'm famous that's steve dash that's that's from that that's from that yeah. video yeah, so yeah. uh we're gonna we're we are uploading the fuck you i'm famous show and so you'll have a chance to watch that uh, so that will be good. Uh, it's that. It's the it, it, like that. This is such an important show for our history because it's the fuck you. I'm famous show. It's the story of the drill dough. It's the two Brady Bunch oh, kids who God. lied to our faces and said, oh, I've heard of your show before. Um, and then like immediately <laughs> went into all the abuse that they faced on the set of the show and why they yeah. hated the Brady Bunch show. Uh, so there's a lot. There's a lot to go into in that show in the. Uh, like, let me see how. What's the runtime of that show? Because it's it's something, all right. Um, in close to ninety minutes. Uh, the one hour twenty minute and forty seven second show. It will be uploaded uh, as part of a Throwback Thursday. So it will be a blast from the past video that we're going to be putting up, uh, so you can relive that in all its glory. That'll it, we're gonna uh, it'll get posted to the Facebook page too. Uh, a link to that, but. Be sure to check that out. So there's plenty of stuff happening on our YouTube page. It's kind of the next evolution of the Talk Nerdy to Me brand, the TN2M Show's brand. So uh, make sure you get out and subscribe and watch some of our stuff and, um, you know, like, comment, share, all that stuff. And um, help us grow that. I sent out some texts today uh, asking... Uh, sending out feelers for some some more shows that we can put up so uh hopefully some stuff will come together and like so now when we do uh live videos from somewhere uh like if we go to you know a a convention or somewhere and we do a live broadcast that's where we're going to do it. it's going to be on our youtube channel 
Um, that's going to be where most of our videos go now. Um, so if you don't want to miss any of those, make sure you get out and like and subscribe. Uh, turn on the, you can click the little bell, get the notifications. So whenever we are live, you get notified. And whenever we upload a new video, you will be the first to know you can support with a membership. I think the cheapest membership is like three bucks a month and you get um, a whole bunch of extra stuff with it. You get a little badge and uh, it tells you that you're a, you know, a supporter and all that stuff. So that's super cool. Um, and then there's the next level up. You get exclusive um, early access to episodes. Uh, we unlock that for everybody and you get access to like the community tab where we'll put up like um, uh, polls for stuff and you can suggest topics for videos or even podcast shows um you know and, and all kinds of stuff so there's a lot of stuff yeah. in there it's kind of like it, it's kind of like a uh like the next evolution of our what our patreon page was um but it's it's more affordable uh it's a little bit cheaper uh so uh and we're able to offer a little bit more so uh, make sure to check that out youtube.com slash at tn2m shows so that's that's all i have about that yay youtubes yay, we're we're uh we're chilling on the youtubes now so we we had a youtube channel for a really long time and we kind of use it as just like a video dump for like you know show clips or whatever like that and we kind of thought that uh, we weren't really utilizing it the way that we should uh we weren't really um you know taking the full advantage of it so um we figured let's 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 do that let's take advantage of it and let's uh post some more stuff on there so um i got a whole stack of shopping lists that uh uh i can't wait to go through and um you know try and dissect who wrote it and uh i like when you know sometimes people will comment and they'll tell me if they think i'm right if they think i'm wrong there was one where uh like i com uh, i completely misread an entire item and um uh there was a comment that said it, it's not that it's this and i was like oh okay that makes more sense so um <laughs> you know it's 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 fun to see the uh the feedback on that so um yeah make sure you like and subscribe turn on the notifications for all that because we've got i hate it when people say this i hate it when people do this and they say oh we got a lot of stuff coming we got a lot of stuff in the works but they don't really have anything like tangible but we've actually got tangible stuff on there now there's a video where i'm opening up a box of 1989 ghostbusters 2 trading cards um and ghostbusters if you were wondering yes i eat the gum Oh. And you can see my reaction to that and more um, all on our YouTube page. So, um, you know, that's it's fun. It's a fun little place to stop. Be one of the thousands that follow us on YouTube. And we'll appreciate you. Yes, we appreciate most of you. Some of you. Most. I would say most. I would say most. Most, maybe but by most i mean a majority of which technically would only be 51 percent. so that's true like if i'm going by definition i appreciate at least 51 percent of our audience so you know 
it's a thing. Um, I'm telling you, I'm 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 sad because right now my um my horror movie source my horror movie outlet is down for maintenance so i'm really really unhappy but it has forced me to find like find horror movies on my own and i will tell you i think we talked about it a week or so ago i don't know i my brain doesn't work like it used to but uh, i've been trying to find a lot of um like underrated horror movies. Oh. And so like there's a couple that I have that are like that I consider super underrated, but um I had um let me go back to my cuz I like I I've been trying to log everything in my uh letterbox diary and I missed some stuff, but um I'm going to <coughs> I'm I'm going to give you a shocker. To start out, not like that. I'm going to give you a shocking statement. Okay. To start it out. And I found a new horror remake that I like. And I kind of like it better than the original. Okay. And you 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 may disagree with me. I don't I don't think you have a review of it on Letterboxd, so I don't know. But the 2009 Sorority Row. That movie sucks. It's not bad. I watched that movie it. No, sucks. it doesn't suck. That movie sucks. It's okay. Here's here's the problem. Uh, it's it's a lot of the dialogue is kind of super dated and really hacky, and it's not really well written. But well, dog, I watched it in 2010 and thought it sucked then. Like I rewatched it during COVID and still hated it. It's. It's got a it's got some fun gore moments. Um I thought it was I, I I gave it three stars. I gave it three. Yeah. That's the best I could do. I gave it three, but I thought it was kind of underrated because uh it gets lost in the you know, horror movie remake chat. Um yeah. but you know, I thought that was I thought that was super underrated. Um I thought um so I watched your most recent review is something I haven't even heard of. Oh, Evil Tunes? Yeah. Okay, so Evil Tunes, I uh, actually I had that pulled up because I was going to talk about the next because I feel like it's it's actually uh, a pretty um I think now it's not I don't think you can call it really underrated <laughs> because a lot of people have kind of found it now, but it's early 90s, so it's it's not a um an 80s it definitely has a 90s feel but uh when i originally found it someone described it as who frames roger rabbit but a horror movie yeah and i was like that sounds awesome like i gotta see this and really there's like one scene where there's a cartoon and people and that's it and so it's not really like who framed roger rabbit but um it's it's definitely interesting. It, it's fun. Like it's fun to watch it. it it's, um, it's, it's got, um, uh, it's got David Carradine in it. Who's just, uh, kind of acting angsty and it's got Dick Miller in it. Who's fantastic. And it's got just a bunch of other random schlubs. Uh, but 
it it manages to somehow find a balance of uh it which is quite remarkable for a movie to not only uh virgin shame but slut shame also uh so it plays both sides uh but it's it's fun it it's it's it was kind of a hidden gem but now a lot of people are uh there's one scene in particular that you've probably seen because anytime someone talks about evil tunes there's one like 30 second scene that always comes up um and it's uh, on the Redbox app. Redbox has an app? Yeah, Redbox has an app now. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know that I like that. Um but yeah, so it it's it's definitely um it's something all right. Uh it's it's kind of a it's kind of a trip. Uh you'll I don't know. <sighs> I'm trying to think of how you would feel about it. I feel like if I had to guess how many, I feel like you would probably give it like two stars. I feel like you would be like, it had one or two parts that were okay, but I didn't really like it. I feel like that would be your, your vibe. Yeah, I've, I've kind of been on a stretch lately of a bunch of stuff I've enjoyed. Oh, like, um, I think we talked about this. I haven't, I haven't watched a ton of movies lately, uh, but I finally saw Heathers. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. And holy fucking shit. I think we talked about this, and we, so we'll briefly talk about it. You could not make that movie in 2023. No. Um, And then uh, I rewatched uh, Sunday? I think Sunday. Yeah, Sunday I kind of had a little double, double feature to myself. I watched... <laughs> The very uplifting movie, The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Oh, oh, that one's a tough watch. Yeah. Um, and I, I legit might say this. One of, like, the end of the movie has one of the best examples of Stockholm Syndrome I think I've ever seen on film. Yeah. And then I watched, this one was just okay, but I watched, uh, it was called Seance. It was a Shudder original, and I'm trying to remember, like, there was either the director or the writer or someone that had something to do with it that I was super excited about. Um, director was Simon Barrett, who has directed... I don't think that would have been him. Uh, well, maybe, yeah, because he directed The Guest, A Horrible Way to Die, and... Uh, the Blair Witch redo. Oh, okay. and Dead Birds. That movie's fucking stupid. Mm, yeah, I, I could tell by the name. It's probably not not that good. Yeah, but I need to see. Let me see who wrote it. Because like, there, like, there was something about it that had me really excited. But I can't fucking remember what it was. So, but I watched that and it was... It was okay. A little bland, but yeah. still fun. Can I give you my controversial opinion? Yeah. That people are probably not going to enjoy when I say this. So, on the flip side of the coin, you know, I've been watching a lot of stuff, and I've been finding stuff that is 
that I think is extremely overrated. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to say the timing is super suspicious, but I'm, I've got to say it. I think the exorcist is incredibly overrated. I have seen the exorcist approximately one time. Ask me how much interest I have in ever rewatching it. I'm guessing not much at all. No. And uh, there's just something to be said. Like, <sighs> the exorcist was fine, but like, compared to something like Rosemary's Baby, I don't think it holds a candle to Rosemary's Baby. Right. Um, in the realm of like classic, you know, kind of devil. I don't think I'd really call Rosemary's Baby a possession movie, but you know, there's definitely a lot of like there are some similar themes there. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought The Exorcist was fine for what it was, but like, eh. Yeah, I. And maybe the problem was that it was so hyped up as as everybody's like, it's the scariest movie ever made. And, you know, it's top 10 scary movie forever. It'll stick with you forever. And I'm like, eh, I mean, it, it was okay, I guess. But, yeah, I'm probably and never, I, I, never going to watch it. I again. do think part of it for me is by the time I saw The Exorcist, I'd seen The Exorcist parody to death. Yeah. So, I think that had a lot to do with my lack of enjoyment for it. Yeah. But I'm also the guy that I think uh, The Office is overrated. I think Parks and Rec is overrated. I think Game of Thrones is overrated. Um, God, I'm fucking with you on Game of Thrones. I tried. I tried. I get to the same episode every time. Uh, I, I try and start it from the beginning. I get the same episode every time. It's the second episode of season two, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I watched the entire first season because we've talked about this before. Um, I'll give a show. I, I refuse to just do like the pilot thing where it's like, well, I watched one episode and didn't like it. And it's right. like, okay, cool. Um, like, do you watch comparatively? Do you watch the first two scenes of a movie? And if you hate it, do you walk out? Yeah, that's um, it. But like, so I watched all of season one and I had the same issue with the show Weeds where I watched all of season one. And at the end of it, I was like, I don't give a fuck what happens to any of these people. Yeah, well, I get to I I get to the second episode of season two and I'm like, I don't even know half these people's names. Yeah. And I'm like, "Ah, I just can't. The one thing I quit on after, like, I think it was four or five episodes was The Fucking Wire. It's considered to be the greatest TV show of all time. By, like, metrics, it's supposed to be the greatest show ever. And every fucking person I've talked to is like, oh, it doesn't get good until, like, halfway through season two. And it's an HBO show. So you know what I'm not going to do? Commit 24 hours of my fucking life to watch a show until it gets interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't like cop procedural shows like it's never been my thing. So, you know, just because it's on HBO and they say fuck doesn't mean it's going to make it more interesting to me. Yeah, it's one of those that. It's. 
you it's very much like a it, it, it's it's a if Quentin Tarantino wrote a police procedural because there's so much talking and it's all dialogue driven and not a lot of like stuff happens. It's all yeah. like what people say. And that's the part like um, shows like The Sopranos. They have that balance of there's a lot of like dialogue that's important, but there's also a lot of stuff that happens that's important. Yeah. And there's a lot of like stuff that you see that's a payoff. I consider The Sopranos still the, the best TV show ever made, uh, period. Um, but in the realm of those HBO shows, I, I, I love Oz, but. You know, I don't think I'd put it the greatest. Um, shit. To me, it either goes to Six Feet Under, which I thought was fucking great, or possibly The Leftovers. Okay. Leftovers only went for three seasons. Um, I would say, what was it? Was it Newsroom? Was that the show with... Uh, Jeff Daniels? Yeah. Yeah. That was really good for the first two seasons. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I just there's so much just overrated bullshit when it comes to, and you know, like trying to tell someone what the. Oh, it's the greatest show ever made, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like when um, one of my friends was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to hate Tenet. And it's like, yeah, I, I fuck it or not Tenet uh, Oppenheimer. And I was like, yeah, I probably would if I was ever going to fucking watch it. <laughs> Same thing with like, uh, you know, same friend texted me and he was like, watched Avatar 2 and I absolutely loved it. Hate all you want. And all I could say was, I'm glad you had a good time. Right. Like, I, I, I am, I'm glad that people enjoy things and I'm not trying to, you know, hate on people who like certain things. But I find it hard to believe that, you know, so many people are like the office is the best written show ever on television. Like if your favorite show is the officer parks and rec, like, I don't know. I, and like, I enjoy the office, but, um, and you know, I watched it when it was on Netflix. I, I think I've watched through the entire series, two or three times. One of those was while I was working from home. So I'm not sure if that really counts because it was on his background noise a lot, but like, I, I don't know. And I also have this, like, I, I've got this weird thing about me where I'm like, I, I have a hard time saying something is the greatest <coughs> of all time because like everything is subjective and, you know, like to a lot of people, The Office might be the greatest comedy show ever written, but excuse me. No, I can I can think of. Sorry, I had something caught in my throat. Um, I can think of so many other shows that are much smarter and have better comedy writing. See, but I mean, like, again, going back to that, like 
I don't necessarily like few well, and few trauma has some smart episodes too, but like uh, there's sometimes much like, you know, my, my whole blade two thing. I fucking love blade two blade two is really? a top five favorite movie for me of all time. And blade two is one of my absolute favorites, but blade two is also just turn your brain off fun. And I don't necessarily like, you know, the, I can't tell you how fast I got turned off to fucking Rick and Morty <laughs> when people are saying when people were calling it the smart man's Futurama. Well, okay, okay. Let me let me let me um let me jump in and say um smart was the wrong I, I think maybe like sharp might have been a better word. Like just well written comedy is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Not necessarily like smart, like you, like for instance, I, I used to think that I was too dumb to enjoy or find uh Frasier funny. Yeah. Um, and after watching several episodes of Frasier, like I, I think I like now that I'm a little bit older, I think I appreciate it more, but I think that, Frasier is better written than a lot of comedies that are on that have been on in the last six or seven years. Um, I, I think, mean, I, like my pick for the best written comedy of the past several years is still Community. Community, the the first few seasons, I think I would I will say the first like four, maybe three and a half, uh, four first three seasons, and then season five. Yeah, because um, like, they changed showrunners for season four. I couldn't remember but. what season it was. Yeah, like the first the first few seasons of Community are are so good. Yeah, like if I was going to narrow down, and this could be a fun point of discussion of um, not favorites, but like best and what made them best, like seasons of TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you, you know my brother and I used to have this like running bit where we would call like we would call it best 30 minutes on television where we would just discuss like our favorite episodes and what made them that but like you know didn't have to necessarily be a comedy because like one of my all-time favorite tv episodes is an episode of entourage yeah there's some good stuff in entourage um i'm i'm never gonna go back and watch the entire show again but i can tell you like uh it's season three, episode two. It's the premiere of Aquaman. It's called A Day in the Valley. And it is uh, just, it, it's it's without a doubt, in my opinion, the best episode of that show out of what I saw, which was the first like six seasons. Um, But there was just like, there was a lot to it. It was dense and it was like, it was funny, but it also had like some feel good moments and it also felt like real so there was, but you know, like I, there's no way, shape or form entourage reaches anywhere close to probably my like top 25 favorite shows or anything like that. But like, I, so, you know, there's like pinpointing like little bits of things that I like and I don't, I don't know. So it's, it's, and I'm not trying to like come to the defense of the office because one, it doesn't need me to defend it. <laughs> And two, I like, uh, and this isn't a, a, a jab at you, but like I have a, 
another friend who's like, I've tried the office like four different times and it's just not good. And I just want to be like, good for you, man. Why are you continually wasting time on something you don't enjoy? Right. Um, no. Okay. So, uh, we'll find out when the, um, like when TV shows, like when the fall premiere is like that week and that week yeah. we'll do, uh, what we consider to be like perfect seasons or like the best seasons of shows. Cause oh, yeah. I know that we agree that prison break season one is pretty much perfect. Fuck. Um, yeah. So, and that one's not a, not a comedy or anything. Like I know there are a couple filler episodes, but like they don't feel like filler episodes. And, no. Um, that that season is so damn near perfect, which makes the rest of the run so heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so we'll we'll talk about um, uh, like perfect seasons of shows. Uh, we'll do that as like a fall TV special. Um, like oh the, hell yeah! The week that shows come back and like fall uh series premiere, um, we'll, that will be one of our talking points that week that's perfect i love that idea in for it that's so damn good um and we're booking on the fly yes <laughs> that's it, it do we're wcw 2000 right now <laughs> but we're so much better i just got to uh i'm, I'm at the nitro after bash at the beach oh that bastard yeah. that bash at the beach yeah which is perfect because last week's uh dark side of the ring was the bash at the beach so like I, the way that I had timed it was actually pretty perfect because um, I literally like I just got done watching that show and it aired like that dark side of the ring aired. So I got to watch both of those like back to back, basically. Um, so that was fun. But what a mess. Um, but uh, so have you seen this, by the way? Uh, they, it got delayed for a few weeks, but this this wrestle quest I have heard of it, um, and I saw where uh, Leva Bates, she was a librarian in AEW, she was Blue Pants in NXT, uh, where I saw something where she's going to be a character in it. Yeah, they've got, like, a ton of people. They've got, like, like Jeff Jarrett's in it, uh, speaking of Bash at the Beach 2000, uh, but they've yeah. got, like, like, classic legends like Macho Man and Andre the Giant and stuff like that. Like, they've got a lot of people in it. Uh, but apparently it's like a wrestling RPG, like a turn-based RPG. Ugh, don't well, like that. So I'm like, I'm kind of, you know, I've got a love of Super Mario RPG, like the turn-based combat and stuff, and they do it like that kind of, like that 16-bit art style. So, like, I'm really, really curious about it. So I may I may get it on the, um, on the sex box. Um, yeah, surprised you're not buying a Switch for the Mario RPG remaster. Yeah, I've got I've got a Super Nintendo and I've got Super Mario RPG on cartridge. Like I'm fine. Um, yeah, but uh, the the only one that I would the only one that they could tempt me on, and I haven't gotten it yet, is uh, whatever whatever thing they've put uh, Earthbound on. Um, oh, that's on Switch. That's on the uh, oh, shit. What's the thing called? Like, if you pay for their online service, you know, uh, you get access to the NES yeah. and Super NES games. Because yeah. it used to be, uh, it used to be like what Virtual Console or whatever they called it, where you could download old yeah. games. Um, but that's the only one because the the cartridge, like the original cartridge, is like 
250 bucks, and I'm just not willing to pay that much for a Super Nintendo game that at one point I had, and then my parents gave away when I went to college. So um, yeah, that wound, there. that wound is too real that I'm not going to uh, pay that much more for um, something that I already had. But um, so at some point, um, at some point I will stumble into a an earthbound cartridge but until then uh that would be the only one that i would really want but uh yeah like super mario rpg it's fun to have and it's but like it's not one of those i'm gonna like pick up and play you know yeah i have to be like i'm gonna start this game and i'm gonna go all the way through the story mode like it's not one that I can pick up and play for like 15 minutes and then just stop. And then what like, I have to like invest a chunk of time and I'm just not really like right now I'm not at a point where I'm going to do that. And if I was going to, I would just put the cartridge in, but um, yeah, I don't blame you there. But uh, yeah, this wrestle quest kind of has me at least a little bit uh, as, as, uh, as Matt hopes used to say, I'm a little bi curious about this. Uh, <laughs> Russell Quest, uh, just because it's kind of it's such a different approach that I'm I'm just curious enough that I may at least look into. I don't even know how much it is though, so I feel like I should look at that first. But uh, you know, uh, I, I went. I, where was I the other day? Uh, and I laughed because I saw Fight Forever, and it was still. 70 bucks or 60 bucks whatever it was and i was just like nope at some point yeah. but when it gets down to 30 dollars, i'll buy it but not now the other thing that makes me like do i want to buy it when it hits 30 or do i want to wait until they release the like the edition with all the dlc like yeah. this time next year for like 30 or 40 yeah they'll do like uh and i guarantee you here's what you ready i i already know what they're gonna do they're, I know I know what they're going to call it. It's going to be the Fight Forever All-In Edition, and it's going to include everything. Oh, God. Right? You know you know that's what they're going to do. That's why I groaned. <laughs> because it's going to be an All-In Edition is what they're going to call it, and it's going to be like the, you know, the, quote, Game of the Year Edition, like how they all the games do Game of the Year Editions where they throw in all the extra crap. That's what they're yeah. going to do. And like I can I can promise you that's what they're gonna call it. And you know, uh so I'm like, uh, I don't know. Um I got that Texas chainsaw game coming in another couple weeks, so I'll at least spend spend uh, a little bit of time playing that, but I'm trying to think. I think the well I did do during the pro days, I did the buy one get one free oh. at Game Stoop. Yeah. And picked up the good remaster of thirteen, the the crossover cell shaded game from oh, yeah. when we were in high school. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this game called Wanted Dead. I've been wanting to play. That's very similar to like um, it's made by the, like the same people that made like Ninja Gaiden. Okay. So, uh, you know, both of those for I think it was like forty bucks shipped. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, but 
now. Um, trying to think of any other games. I think the, uh, yeah, let me look at my recent orders that I have because, yeah, I think um, uh, that Texas Chainsaw game is the only one that I've got pre-ordered. I got the Johnny Knoxville pop. Oh, no, the Metal Gear, uh, the Metal Gear remastered stuff yeah. that's coming in October. Uh, the Master Collection. That's Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Uh, so I've got those. Yeah. I think the next thing I'm getting is going to be <coughs> Super Mario uh, Wonder. Okay. The new 2D one with yeah. the uh, ele- elephant power-up. <laughs> nothing wrong with that yeah yeah that's the those are the only games i have uh pre-ordered that i have coming so um yeah i'll be playing some texas chainsaw at some point and seeing how i feel about that compared to the friday the 13th game but fuck gun media yeah i don't like them I do not like them. Um, and I'm glad that other people don't like them too, because wasn't that what we were talking about? Didn't other people have a problem with them? Oh yeah. I've got a, I, I know a lot of people that have problems with them. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. Cause that's right. It wasn't, we weren't, we weren't the ones that started that uh, at, it was Lexicon, right? Where we were, mm-hmm. we ran into a group of other people that were like, yeah, they're awful because of this. And I was like, oh, well, let well me they're tell you. also awful because of this. Yeah, let me tell you what they did to us. And yeah, so um, glad that we're not the only ones on that. And um, uh, Ilphonic, I will give Ilphonic this credit, is that uh, they are at least really, really, really uh, supporting that Ghostbusters Spirit Unleashed game. Um. Because they've put out a bunch of DLC and uh, like they've added where you can get like the cartoon stuff and um, they've added like extra maps and extra enemies and um, all kinds of stuff. So like they're actually like doing a pretty good job of, and the game is pretty stable. So obviously the problem was gun with the Friday the 13th game. So does not bode well for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, but we're going to see how that goes. Um, I, it goes against my better, dr- this, this is how big of a horror movie fan and a horror game fan I am is that it goes against all of my better judgment in the fact that I'm buying a game about a property I don't like from a publisher I don't like <laughs> because I want to play like a game where like I can actually play with people and you know, it have that tension. Like the Friday, the 13th game, if, if enough people still played it, it would, it would be incredible because it gives you those, um, like it gives you that, like there are spent, there were some games where it's like, you really get that tense feeling where it feels like you're kind of in a scary movie. You kind of let yourself go with it. And now, now there's so many, like there's so few people playing and the people that are playing are number one, terrible at it. And number two, a really annoying to play with. So it's much less fun. So I'm kind of hoping that this is like a, this is a better experience, 
but it's yeah it is it's a property that i don't really care for with texas chainsaw and it's a company that i don't like at all with gun media so like i shouldn't be wasting my money on this at all but i'm kind of surprised you never got into dead by daylight when it was still playable the problem that i had with dead by daylight is I like when it first like I was in on the beginning and then I went away for a really long time and by the time I came back it was so frustrating to play because everybody was so much better than me that I felt like I was <laughs> never going to be good enough to even not even be competitive but to like number 1 knew what know what the hell I was doing and number 2 even stand a chance to win like 10% of the time like it just felt so frustratingly disappointing to play because I knew that I was never really going to like be able to get better that it just didn't really make me want to play fair which is sad because like you know with I, I will draw a parallel because there was another game that I started kind of the same way where uh, like I felt like I was like I, like I felt like I was very unequipped to play but I was encouraged by the community to get better and like you know I I played games with people that were actually like they helped get they helped me get better versus just beating the shit out of me and and that's about it and that was uh, Rocket League. Yeah. Before Rocket League went to hell. Because uh, now Rocket League sucks. Uh, like, the community in Rocket League is terrible. But, like, when I first started playing Rocket League, I was like, man, all these people are so much better than me, and I'm not good. And I got paired up with people that were obviously much better than me, but they would, like, go out of their way to help me get better. And so when I would get done, you know, I w I, when, I, when I would finish playing... I would feel like I did a really good job and I was getting better. And I was like, I, I would improve and I got, you know, I, I would end up, I ended up ranking up pretty high and feeling good about how I would play. But then like the, the same thing did not happen with dead by daylight. It's like, I, I just always felt like I was going to be the first one dead every single time. And that's pretty much how it went every single time. And like, I never felt like I was gaining that ground and so it just got frustrating to play because I was like, why do I want to play a game that I'm just always terrible at? Uh, you've heard me and my complaints. And part of the reason <laughs> I stopped playing was, you know, two of the guys I was playing with were literally playing like, God, I'm not even kidding, like four to six hours a day, like five days a week. And it was very much just kind of like a cool, um, I'm willing to commit like two hours a week to this. And, you know, like when I started getting made fun of for not playing a game enough, I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm fucking done. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like if you send me so many uh, invites <laughs> to a game and you know I'm not available, then I'm probably just going to block you on PlayStation. Yeah. Cause at that point, it's like, why even? Like the joke's the joke's over. Like, yeah. It wasn't funny the first 75 times. No, it's damn sure not funny now. Um, yeah. So, um, but I 
Oh my gosh, I'm scrolling through all these sound pads, and there's just so many funny ones that we haven't we haven't even used yet. <laughs> like there's so many that we haven't even used yet. But um, that's the one that we know. We don't love it, but that's the one we know because we are about done with this episode. Don't forget, you go to youtube.com slash at TN2M shows, subscribe, like the videos, watch them, actually watch them, you know, like them, comment on them, uh, subscribe, get notifications turned on and join in. Get in on the ground floor as we start building up the YouTube channel and start adding different content because, um, you know, we a while ago we asked if we were to add more content, would you want another show or would you want video content? And overwhelmingly people said they wanted video, so we are listening to you. So um, let us know that we made the right choice and go like and share and subscribe, uh, get notified, all that stuff. Um, uh, because Thursday we're going to have one of our greatest videos of all time. Oh yeah. We'll be going up. So, uh, you want to be notified when that goes up, it'll be the greatest hour of your life, hour and 20 minutes that you will, it will, you'll go crazy. Uh, just watching all of this. It was a wild, wild time. And, uh, that's coming on Thursday. So make sure you don't miss that, but subscribe. So you don't miss all the rest of the fun videos that we've got coming up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at symbol TN2M shows. And as always, well, not as always, but as for the next few weeks, uh, we'll be back with you next week. It's still very weird feeling like, you know, <laughs> I think we're at three, three weeks in a row, four weeks in a row right now. And it's like a record. Uh, but now we got a couple more weeks before we're off for Labor Day. Yeah. And, uh yeah so we got some more good stuff coming at you and we'll be back then and uh yeah it's weird not doing my normal plug but whatever um so yeah we'll be back and until then as always my friends stay safe stay happy keep doing what you're doing be back with you next week more good shit or more will be considered to be good shit i don't give a fuck what you think uh well we don't give a fuck what you think true Uh, True that. And as always, thank you for being our friends. We really don't give a fuck what you think with benefits. <laughs>